0: Mama, a word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Marin. We love mamas, and we love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in a closet. Because we have them too. We know that moms need moms, and that's where we come in. And
1: the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. So, welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle.
0: Welcome, welcome to, to the, the mamahood. Mama. Hey, mamas, welcome to this week's episode. I am Aubrey sitting here with Marin. And this week we are diving into five simple everyday habits to help heal your mind after having a baby. So these are honestly just really simple and really easy things to do because we don't need to add more things when you have your baby. So just those things that are encouraging to do as you kind of get into the trenches of a newborn and or even if you're even if you don't have a newborn and you're just in the trenches of it all, these are just some things to have in the back of your mind of, of Things to do to help you, I guess.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I love this idea because I do feel like when you're in the kind of haze of that, there's so much advice coming your way that Mm -hmm. sometimes it's nice to just focus on some simple things that you can do to really like just lift yourself a little bit. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about this.
0: So first, maybe let's do (coughs) wins and fails. Mm.
1: What's yours, Ops?
0: So this is like a really kind of a stretch of a win. So you just got to bear with me. (laughs) So the other day, um, Ride was asleep and he has a bunk bed and he likes to just sleep on top. No one sleeps on the bottom. I don't know why we have it, but I ended up falling asleep on the bottom and he's been waking up so early. Like my kids are early birds. Like they've been waking up at 530. Oh like it's just been crazy. That's so
1: way too early.
0: I know. So I told him, I was like, you have got to sleep at least till 630. Like the late, like at mm. least till 630, the earliest. Oh my God. And so... Um. So this one morning, he, <laughs> I'm calling. The, I'll explain why this is a win. But he comes down off of his bunk bed, and he, it was like six twenty seven, and he comes and he goes to across the room. He finds my phone, checks the time, and he comes. <laughs> all I hear. So my eyes are closed because I'm half asleep, and all I hear is, "Am I great? I am great." Am I so great? And he like started to like say that out loud and at like 6:27 cuz he knew it was like 3 minutes away from 6:30 and he had like done so well to sleep oh in until gosh. then. And he's bouncing around. He's like, "Am I great?" And he comes over to me to tell me how great he is. And as he's like telling me how great he is, he stepped up onto the bunk bed and like smacked his head so hard in like his forehead into like the top bunk bed uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like am I, my am I great gosh. <laughs> when he like totally hits his head <laughs> and I'm like oh my gosh and I turn around and both of us just died laughing like crying laughing at mm. 6.30 in the morning we were just <laughs> we were crying laughing so am hard and I'm like you know what it's a win well it's a fail because he bonked his head but it's a win because like one it was one of those things where I really wanted him I really wanted him to like sleep and I really mm-hmm. want him to not just jump up and wake up at five thirty because he wants to play on Shay's phone before he goes to work. You know, like I want him to. He was doing something I asked him to do, and he was like so cute about it. Am I great? Like he just felt. He just felt like he was great, and I'm like I have instilled some kind of confidence in him because he just feels so proud of himself for that. You know, so yeah. it's kind of a stretch of a win and a fail, but it's an it awesome was one of those. Story. It was one Am of those. Am I favorite. great? I'm so I'm great. So great. I know. I'm like, why don't we ever say that to ourselves? <laughs> Aren't I great? Am I great?
1: You <laughs> <laughs> are the best. I know. What was yours? Um, my win is just that we have been doing affirmations for Hudson to help him feel happy going to preschool. Aww. And he is such a sensitive boy. He's so attached. And he just struggles. Like, he just struggles going, like going to a friend's house, going to joy school, going to preschool, whatever, he just always struggles. And so um, we started doing affirmations, which I had never really done with my kids before, but I've seen it work for other people. So we tried it and it like has just made a huge world of a difference for him. Like he used to cry every single time I dropped him off for preschool. And um, what we started doing is just in the preschool line, we just repeat like, I am brave. I'm kind. I am loved and then we say mama and mama always comes back and um, that's just what we I kind of felt inspired to have as an affirmation for him and he is so much happier going to preschool now like as soon as we start getting in the preschool line I'm like hey let's do our affirmations instead of him starting to cry or get nervous or um, freak out or start Mm -hmm. clinging to me in the car he's focused on that and then he leaves with that message mama always comes back and it's really cute because um after we'd been doing it for maybe like a week and he was still kind of a little bit sad I went and picked him up and opened up my automatic like back door and he I could hear him walking out with his teacher and he saw me and he goes (gasps) I knew it. Mama always comes back. Nuh-uh. and um, just to hear him say that, and I felt like it's working. Like repeating this with him is helping him to not feel stressed out because the whole time he knew Mama always comes back, and it has it's sunk in with him. Okay, that and is the
0: cutest thing ever. His teacher told me he's
1: happier and now than he w- has ever been before. So, I do feel like
0: that's a total win. That was a win. Yeah, it was something that worked. So, well, and I love too the like. Sometimes we feel like we have to do these affirmations of like, I am brave and all these like what you do, which are like those power words. But they're just still learning those words so that the mm-hmm. fact that you added that mama always comes back. He understands that already mm-hmm. and he can instill that right away instead of learning new words that he is. He's And got it's that. the
1: affirmation he needs right yeah, now. It's yeah. the affirmation that gives him comfort. Yeah. Oh
0: my God, so, I love that so yeah, much. If you
1: have a little kid who's struggling to
0: go to preschool like me and in that boat. Um, they just love you so much. Something that works That's so cool. I love that. <laughs> Thanks. Mama always comes back. That's so cute. Such a good idea. Okay. Sorry. I was just like gazing at you as you're doing t- <laughs> I wasn't even looking at this. I always just gaze at you gazing too. in your eyes. <laughs> okay. So I know we did an episode last year about postpartum depression, anxiety, fatigue, you know, all of just all of that great heavy stuff. Um, where we shared our stories but today I wanted to just dive into some super easy ways to help yourself mentally after having a baby and like Marion said just ways that are easy to do you know not anything not another to-do list just something that you can think about and
1: simple easy things so we have these five super easy ways that um, help us refocus our minds every single day and just kind of keep us sane when everything's
0: a little hectic with all the kids and the new baby for sure. Okay, so here's the first one. And if you have others you want to add, do. Um, okay, so the first one is get outside. So this is like, I don't know why sometimes it is hard to get outside. But um, when I had my first, I feel like I it was cold outside. It was the middle of December or at the end of December when I had him. And so in the winter, I feel like no one really goes outside. But mm-hmm. I ended up forcing myself like, bundling us all up and walking outside with my stroller even I lived on a busy road at the time so we would even go on the busy road with the snow on the ground like it wasn't like Mm a it doesn't seem like a great experience when you're like oh gosh I really don't want to go outside but when you just get like get yourself to do it and go outside get the stroller ready and go outside it makes a world of a difference um So even in the winter, like whatever you can do to get outside, I think is huge. Even if that means bundling your kids up in the car and going for a drive outside, like as long as Mm -hmm. you can somehow see the sun somewhere. Yeah.
1: There's something about seeing the like outside of your four walls that just heals you like seeing stuff outside, feeling the sunlight in the winter. It really, it is. We try to leave the house at least once a day and it's the best. Yeah. Like I can be in a super bad mood. And then we go somewhere and just do something, mm-hmm. and then it's like, changes. oh,
0: changes. Things know. are better now. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's think, hard with yeah. a newborn,
1: but walks are. I mean, we always go on walks after we have a
0: new baby. I just think it's so important because it's so easy to be cooped up, and once you get outside, it's a it's a world of a difference. I've also tried to catch the sun. I've mentioned this, I think, before, but I tried to catch the sunrise and sunsets and it's like two seconds. I mean, it just takes two seconds to look out your window or go outside for a second. See it, you know, so I love that you do that, and I've tried to acknowledge when I see a sunrise or a sunset. Know, I'm like, because it's something that happens <laughs>
1: You know, I am <sighs> okay. So, our second one is just to put on jeans, um, so you can feel like a normal human being, and I love this one, but maybe it's not jeans, like, um, for me, it's washing my face, brushing my teeth and putting on mascara like that's what makes me feel or putting on earrings like yeah. I have yeah. little things like that where like if I do it then I feel like I've put some effort in mm-hmm. I feel ready I feel like if someone knocked on my door I like would answer the door yeah instead yeah. of hiding put on your bra <laughs> you know put on a bra whatever that thing is like I I do think jeans is a good one too but whatever that thing is that like you can do for yourself every day to feel normalcy or like feel Mm -hmm. like you've put some
0: something into making yourself feel good or yourself feel ready yeah no I I completely agree I think for me I just I don't know I feel like moms you have your baby I'm just envisioning the new mom that just had a baby just recently but I'm like you are figuring out nursing maybe so like you're halfway dressed all day anyway Mm -hmm. you're just at home so you want to be comfy and you're in your sweats rarely does you know what I mean like you just kind of get into this like mode of not getting ready and I think sometimes that spirals into a, don't know just kind of a you're stuck at home you're stuck at home you know Mm -hmm. like you're just You're not being able to, you just can't feel human.
1: Well, and I've literally, I know you probably have too, had like breakdowns to my husband where I'm like, I have not gotten ready in weeks. Like I haven't felt pretty in weeks, you know? And not to say that you have to get ready to feel pretty, but like as women, I think Mm -hmm. that's a part
0: of like Mm -hmm. feeling our best. Normal, yeah. Yeah, or just feeling like you're not just someone that's (laughs) going to pacify everybody. Like you are Mm -hmm. someone that can get ready and be like a normal human being. A person. yeah.
1: Yeah, and I know, like, I've had those hard times when you put on jeans after you have a baby, and it sucks. Like, it sucks. And Ashley Gad, who we've talked about on here before, she's coming on as a guest, too. Like, she wrote this amazing essay about how she had a baby, and, like, six weeks later, she went and bought jeans, and she was trying on jeans and none of them fit her and she ended up just sobbing in the dressing room and calling her husband and he's like, Well duh, like you did this to yourself. Yeah. Why are you trying on new jeans yeah. six weeks after having a baby? Yeah. So I and and like sometimes that can be like something that makes you feel awful. So whatever it is that's gonna make you feel great and make you feel ready do it.
0: Mm -hmm. Try and do it. Even if that means a bigger pair of jeans.
1: (laughs) Yeah, go buy yourself, and I love this too, like, go buy yourself some jeans that fit fit you, Yeah, you know? Even if you have to go to, like, Plato's Closet or, like, one of those places, like, go get a pair of jeans you like that fit. For right now, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because your body's gonna constantly be morphing, and I just think... And you're just going to feel bad trying to fit into the jeans that were like yeah. pre-pregnancy. And like, be okay
0: with it. Just yeah. know that this is part of your trans- your transformation in becoming a mom and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And all of us are wearing bigger jeans. so It's impossible. Like yeah. your, your hips.
1: hips <laughs> yeah, totally. You're just physically, physically widened. Yeah. Like, it's not
0: actually possible to fit into your postpartum jeans after ha- right after having a baby. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. So I love that. Okay. So the next one is number three. Breathe. Um, this we've been just talking about a ton of meditation stuff, and I just feel like this is another easy way to do every single day. Do you have an Apple Watch? Mm-hmm. Do you see yeah. like the breathe like <laughs> reminders? Yeah. I love those. I don't actually really follow those because I'm like, I can't breathe right now. Like I need to do this. Well, and I think
1: it, it it senses when your heart rate is like really high. Is that what it does? Mm-hmm. Oh, because Dallin, so my husband lost his job last year, and it was. A heated situation when he lost his job, and like literally for like the two weeks after he lost his job, his Apple Watch was constant like every five minutes telling him breathe. I didn't know that, yeah. And he would check his heart rate and he was getting these notifications like your heart rate is high because he was like just so mad. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh, that is hilarious! So, at least the new ones, like we have the newest. Version, yeah. so I know at least those ones do like go off of like if your heart okay, rate is awesome. high, they'll tell you to breathe.
0: But I love yeah, that. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I just was gonna say, I mean, whether you have an Apple Watch or not, I just think finding a time. So, like for me, I do my meditations after I lay my babies down. But and you don't have to do meditations. Like you can find times to breathe every single day, and you can follow like a four two six pattern where you breathe in for four seconds, hold it for two, and then breathe out for six. And it sounds like so dumb to like say breathe. But like, honestly, if you just take that, how many seconds is that? 12 seconds to just like breathe. That's 12 seconds for yourself. And that's 12 seconds of you inside your own brain. And then you can be outward. As moms, I think we're constantly outward putting we're serving constantly Mm -hmm. someone needs a drink of water someone needs this someone needs that and I think having that time to breathe several times a day or even try just one time a day just try Mm -hmm. one time a day just like oh I need to breathe today and have it just be that exercise that breathing exercise where you can just do it for a second 12 seconds and then start doing it more and more each day but try and like figure out like if you're starting to get more stressed or if you're Mm -hmm. starting to feel like just overwhelmed by things allow yourself to step out for 12 seconds and then come back in. So, I love that. I don't know. Yeah,
1: and it is like I mean, just getting that oxygen into your brain is just a scientific thing that helps you feel better. You know? Yeah, it helps you feel calmer. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Okay, number four is eat before your kids. And do you do this or is it just me? I I'm horrible at this. <laughs> you you talked about this and I was like I'm gonna do that and then I totally did not do that. So you should probably talk about this one. But I do agree with it because I don't. I will give the opposite end. I don't eat before my kids. Well, I then you're eating their leftovers. Yes. I yeah. put food in front of my kids, and then it'll be like an hour and a half later, and I'm like hitting that like lightheaded, low energy, I feel mm-hmm. like I can't walk mm-hmm. feeling, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what is wrong? And then I realized I didn't eat. Like, I gave them a full meal and mm-hmm. didn't eat. So, So here's
0: yeah. my philosophy, and it's honestly just because of my own experience I stopped eating after having a baby because I was so stressed and I think I really feel like we talk about this all the time you have two what do we call it fuels or survival or with sleep and eating Mm -hmm. what do we call it fuels yeah or like two yeah that's our fuel two things you have to survive on is sleep and food and right now you're probably not getting a ton of sleep because you have a little tiny baby to take care of and I think at that point you have to take care of yourself with food because you have to survive and I like sure go get if it's a diet coke or whatever I think that's just fine but I honestly feel like if you if you value just that having more energy and trying to be a little bit healthy with it I just feel like but you won't hit that slump like
1: I just I feel like a big struggle that I face a lot is hitting that slump yeah where I'm like super energized and super happy with my kids mm-hmm. and then suddenly I'm dead
0: because like, you stopped eating. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then
1: I realized I haven't eaten for 6 hours, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so and and then I eat and I feel better. Mm-hmm. So if you are prioritizing your meals and making sure you're getting the nutrition you need, then you can stay happy mm-hmm. and you can be there and
0: energized for your oh. kids all day. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. <clears throat> is like so for me, breakfast comes I feed I'm not hungry early. So I feed my kids early <laughs> breakfast. And then when I put him down for naps is when I take a second to eat. I eat by myself because if I'm if I eat with everybody, it's a constant sit down, get up, sit down, get up mm-hmm. like for mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. for everyone. Someone needs something. It's so true. Especially so. for dinner. <laughs> yeah. So I've tried to just especially just for breakfast and lunch, just be able to I eat breakfast when they're napping. And then for lunch, um, I eat at 1130 and I feed them at 12. <laughs> like it, you know, I mean, I'm not perfect so at that, old. but like, you know, I mm-hmm. just feel like having some kind of way to be able to eat is huge and you have to give yourself that. well and it
1: also like i don't know if this happens to you but half the time when i'm eating my food my kids want my food exactly and I'm like, no yeah. this is mine yeah
0: yeah so oh, then yeah. you can That's eat how it, dinner is in yeah. peace
1: i know and then feed them mac and cheese exactly <laughs> <laughs> eat your healthy
0: food and then give them <laughs> a surprise no, uh, the but I, i'm so ever. funny about that i really do i know <laughs> We'll have the green smoothie while feeding our kids French fries. Oh. <laughs> okay. The last one. Wake up before your kids. Well, I don't really do this one. Do you do this one? Do you? Um,
1: It depends on the season. I am a morning person. I know you're not.
0: I know. I um, seriously love how opposite we are. I know. It's the best. But in some ways, we're the same. Well, we're a lot alike, but like... Like when you were, we're saying... We're like you, yin and yang. When, when you we said
1: you, compliment you each hated other.
0: math, I loved math. Like, weird. I I know, I was impressed how quick
1: you added four, two, and six just a second ago. You were all like, 12 seconds? What's that, 12 seconds? (laughs) And I'm like, still adding it up. Like, four, six, seven, eight? (laughs) What? No, that can't be. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, (sighs) Um,
0: But I love, like, reading and writing, which, well, you like that, too. I know, but I'm, like, not a science person at all. Oh, I like science. Science is, like, the worst. Like, I've taken anatomy three times. Oh.
1: I love it. Okay, there we go. There's our opposite. I know. I love it. Um, So, I actually do like to wake up before my kids. Having three kids in three years, it's um, not something that's always been a huge part of my life. Last year, or okay, yeah, in 2018, when I didn't have a little baby and I just had like a toddler and a big baby who were both sleeping through the night, yes, I did. But I, I feel like you have to give yourself grace if like, don't feel guilty if you can't get up before your kids because you've been up all night nursing a baby, you yeah, know? Yeah. But I do want to just say I've been doing this lately or like I've been getting back into this the last little bit now that my daughter is sleeping better. Um, and it's amazing. I feel like having some time to yourself in the morning to even just go downstairs, get a glass of water and like think mm-hmm. in the quiet mm-hmm. whether or if it's if you're religious and that's your time to pray or read scriptures or if it's your time to journal or um your time to meditate um I just it really is my days are better when I
0: do see I love that and when my kids aren't waking up at five I'm all in
1: I mean like <laughs> that would mean you're up at five yeah yeah,
0: yeah no my kids are up at early. like
1: 7.30. So for me, getting
0: up before them is getting up at like 6.30 or 7, which is yeah. pretty doable. Even like 7.15 if they wake up at 7.30, you know, like the extra yeah. 15 I think would help. I'm like a total believer in it, but, and I long for the season that I can do that. But right now yeah. it's not possible. And just but remember when you can, everything is in the yeah. season. Yeah. For sure. If for some reason you're able to or can figure out a system with your spouse or if you're even on your own, just a way to get sleep. Somehow, you know, I just Mm -hmm. like we're expected as moms to just do everything, be at every feeding at night in the morning, just everything. And I think that's when we break. That's when we fall apart because we physically can't do that and we need help. So whether Mm -hmm. that's your spouse or someone that you trust that can help you, I think getting that help is crucial to help you sleep. So maybe maybe it's not waking up before your kids, but maybe it's allowing yourself to nap when you need to nap and take care of your body.
1: Right. Right. I love that. Naps are so good for new moms. Naps. I mean, like really. It's so hard, but if there is like someone who, you know how after you have a baby and you kind of feel smothered by all the people who want to come and hold the baby and for the first couple of weeks, maybe you're kind of like, stay away, you know, Mm -hmm. but then afterwards you're exhausted and people aren't around. Um, One of the advices that I like to give to new moms is to think back on some of those people who are really excited to hold your baby or who would want to come and hold your baby for. 20 minutes mm-hmm. and take advantage of that. Be like, Hey, is there a day this week that you would want to come and see the baby and hold the baby for 20 minutes so I can sleep or take a shower? Cause I do feel like it's really hard to take mm-hmm. showers mm-hmm. on your own right after you have a baby. Mm-hmm. So try and take advantage of those people the, the grandma, the mm-hmm. aunt, the random, your husband's aunt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She can come over and hold the baby for 20 minutes so that you can close your eyes. Like, just try and think of those people too to try and get like mm-hmm. a nap in.
0: Or. And I I mean, you use the word advantage and I think they take advantage of them. But I, I think in a way they want to, I mean, they're wanting to be. Right. They want to hold your babies. Right. You know, you're yeah. with them all day. But think of when you can go to your friend's house and they just had a brand new baby and you're like wanting to, mm-hmm. you want to hold their baby. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's, important too and sometimes people don't know how to help or Mm -hmm. how to what they can give and so I think being open to that is important too
1: it's so hard to ask for help but you always have to think about yourself being asked for that same help and how willing you'd be you Mm know yeah like that's what I always have to think about is like this past year I went through a bunch of health issues I had to ask for help so much more than I normally do and Dallin just kept reminding me like if someone was asking you for the same thing you would love to help and you just have to remind mm-hmm. yourself of that like if you were a mom who's out of the diaper stage and you're missing the little babies you'd love to come and hold a baby for 30 minutes so think of someone in your life who like fits in that category who
0: would mm-hmm. want to come and hold your baby you know mm-hmm. it's so true that's so true that's such a good point I just think all this mental talk is so important just because I think mm-hmm. I don't know I mean that's why I I don't need to like mention that keep mentioning this but that's why I created that program Um, I called it Anya because I just feel like it's just for moms who are needing that extra in- encouragement or extra, you know, help with all of this, because I think it's so important, you know. Mm-hmm. And you need to go find Anya, which is a new you
1: again. I'll be sitting here like humble, but you need to go find no. it. It's on Instagram and it's a program that you can tell us about it. Explain it. Again, though. Yeah, that was it. in a whole other episode. Okay, so
0: I just recently launched a program called Anya, which stands for a new you again. And it's just to help moms every day with a lot of these things that we're talking about. So just to help you with your mental state. And I just basically give simple yet meaningful things to do every single day. And I bring in experts to help. And I'm just trying to create a community of moms who are just able to be there for each other, you know, Mm -hmm. and kind of help each other through because it is it's totally the trenches it just is so hard and I think a lot of times our minds are the last thing or the first thing to go you know we don't we don't put that in the forefront and so I kind of wanted to bring that to the table and not allow moms who are suffering anymore we don't we don't need to suffer anymore I just think it's something that all of us deal with and why are we all suffering if we can all help each other so. Right. Why are
1: we all pretending to be okay all the time when it's their hard moments? Yeah. And I love this program where you can commiserate with other moms. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love something else that she's doing, which is like bringing in this expert advice. Because I do feel like, especially in this like mom world, there's a ton of like programs and things people are putting out. But um, looking for sources like actual sources Mm -hmm. of help like I know you give each of the moms this book that you and I both love as a mother that is written by an expert and has all this expert advice so I love that you're turning people to actual like expert help Mm -hmm. which is actually what they need yeah instead of you kind of being like here's what you need to do here's my thing that I like I love that you're sharing your own experience but I also just love that you're directing people to
0: the actual help that they really need. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean it's I'm excited for it. I feel really passionate about it, but I just think we're all we could all just link arms, we'd do so much better. So, you can it's on I don't know if I'll always keep it on your dot project on Instagram, but for right now that's where you can find it. And you, if you can search find Anya, on yeah, the, though
1: you'll probably find it too. Yeah. Even if you're listening to this in <laughs> we'll 2 <see>. years <laughs> from know. now. <laughs> um sometimes when we are in the trenches of motherhood we just try so hard to keep up um that our minds get put on the back burner and in the long run we just end up compromising ourselves and just compromising the rest of our family
0: it's so true and there's so many different things out there that you can do um these are just a couple of things we mentioned but the trick is just defining what what drives you or makes you kind of tick to that so like Marion was saying Jeans might not be like the source, but maybe it's getting ready or whatever. Um, there's total. There's just such a different variety of things you can do. And I would find it if it's making sure that you are going to a yoga class every day, then make that your priority, you know? Um, so I don't know. I never thought in a million years that I would be a fan of meditation, but it's become a daily practice that I do to stay in control of myself and my mind. And it allows more peace in my home. So I'm like the biggest believer of it. But, yeah. And anyways. I just
1: think that um like obs is saying like finding something simple that helps you through this really challenging time um trying something new maybe like aerial yoga <laughs> that we love um sponsor oh, no. aerial yoga is our oh, sponsor Mer. for this episode. I miss it. <laughs> we went one time and we like can't I stop it. talking about it. <laughs> I loved it though so much <laughs> um finding finding little things to get you through, even if it's a diet coke like mm-hmm. there you just need to take care of you. Mm-hmm. you need to prioritize you a little bit, you need to sit down and think about what you need, yeah, and you need to just make it happen for yourself. Um, Stop putting everybody else first constantly and actually think about something that would help you show up better in your motherhood and show up better for yourself each day and feel better in yourself. And, you know, that's what this episode is about. That's what the mamahood is about. And what this podcast is about is helping you feel seen and feel heard and find something for you and show up for yourself. And we're just grateful you're here. We know that there are so many of you in this really in tough phases of motherhood and so we're grateful that you listen and we want to hear um, more ideas that you have for simple things that you do every day
0: yeah okay. there's a,
1: a bazillion out there so I'm curious what you guys do yeah so come and find us on Instagram or um, email us at Podcast at gmail.com or scroll down and leave us a review and just let us know what what you're doing and um, yeah we hope that you some good ideas from this episode and love you guys (laughs) (laughs) see ya